don't know about you, Ted. It just feels like one of those weeks where it's like nothing is happening. It's like, I get it. I'm in the ceiling. This is where I live now. With the rats, I eat insulation. Not by choice, but because it's there. And when I breathe, it goes in my mouth, and then my chewing reflex kicks in. You know what I mean? It's just like, same, 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 same. Like, is anything interesting at all happening in your life? Well, my friend, you're talking to an official level three scion of the system. I have passed through the gauntlet, my friend. I did the third sweat lodge, and now I'm certified level three snitch. Ted, coming to us live from the Father's Rock and Roll Prison uh, Rehabilitation Behavior Camp. That's right, Pascal and Zydacha's breakaway camp for wayward dads. I hate to ask, I don't want to put you in a bad spot, but can you give us a uh, little bit of a peek into what it's like going through the sweat lodge ceremony? Look, I'm not supposed to talk about it. It's actually quite a serious right. and secret and sacred thing that Pascal and Zydacha made up. But I guess I could allude to it if I was talking about someone else. So let's put it this way. Let's imagine that we have two friends named Jamie and Jimmy. And uh, Jimmy wants to know what happened to Jamie when he went through the uh, same exact thing that you did. So interesting. Jamie has been setting a really good example around the place, finding out information on those who aren't taking this the program seriously and uh, telling his overlords who's been slacking off. Now, they start to trust Jamie a bit more. They give Jamie uh, slightly more oats in the morning. Oh, lovely. Shout out horses. Yeah, shout out Jamie. And then one night, Pedro and Zondaya put a blindfold on him while he's sleeping and then roll him down a hill on a mattress towards a little hut. Then they put him inside with a bunch of steam and hot rocks and they yell things through a little hole. Oh, lovely. Yeah. And then he hyperventilates and passes out. I thought that they needed your baby photos for some reason. Oh, well, they might have need Jamie's baby photos. Yes, let's just say that to make a, um, to burn them in front of um, him. And then they put new baby photos where Petro and Zondi are holding you as an adult baby. Should we start the show? Let's start the show. Hey, how you going? Welcome to Tep Talk. That's right. A very special edition of Tep Talk. Yeah, we're going to be going deep. I hate to break format because I know we stick to a pretty strict template with this show. Very tight ship around here. But this week, there is something that has come to my attention. We must, we must talk about it. Attention must be paid, and I have always relied on the kindness of strangers. I'm really excited about today's show because you, you actually brought along some show and tell this week. Yes. I, uh, look, we had a big show planned for this week. We were going to talk about how to get your Apple Watch off. Yes. You spend your whole life thinking, if I get it on there, that'll all be set. It's not coming off. But there are situations where you're going to need to take it off. It's going to get hot, or you're going to have to go swimming, or you're going to get it stuck on a pipe in the ceiling, and if you don't get it off, you're going to die here. But look, something has come to my attention. It's book report week. Book report week. Ding, 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 ding. TikTok. Book Reports is a brand new feature where we take books that have been recommended or given to us or forced upon us, and we sort of discuss the themes, topics, tropes, and trends. And we're going to give you a live reaction. 
That's right. And the first book is one that comes to me courtesy of Dennis. Dennis gave me this, I guess, because he was feeling guilty for ruining my life and stealing my wife and then losing her and then becoming the gardener for uh, her new boyfriend, Uncle Seth. Not really an uncle. No, but still calls himself uncle disconcertingly. I think that all makes sense. Yeah. So, Ted, let's get down to the book. Tip Tim, front of the class, please. Jamie, Jimmy, Eggman, everyone in the classroom, sit down. Mm -hmm. Now... Tell me about what book you, you're going to be talking about on Book Report Week. All right. I'm looking at the book right now, it, and the book is called... <laughs> this is why I was excited to talk about it. The book is called 101 Ways to Be a Special Dad. I love this, because we're going to have a lot to say on this subject, and I'm interested to see what the author thinks is true. Can you describe the book to me? It's small and yellow. It's kind of a nice sort of thick, like, you know when uh, babies suck or chew on books, they make them soft so that they don't hurt their teeth? Yes. Well, someone has extended the same courtesy to dads. Good. Because I'm not going to lie, first part of the book report, I sucked on it and it was fine. And it's rounded edges so you can't poke your eye out. Well, that's my first critique. It's got a little bit of an edge uh, on the right. some of the corners. So, round it a bit more. Yeah. Yep. It's a nice little size. The font is very large and the picture, there are lots of pictures. So... Starting off, this looks like a good book for dads. Who's the author? When was it published? The author's name is Vicki Lansky. Interesting. So there I was like, huh? But then the, it says here underneath, Forward by Jim Levine. Don't know who that is. No, I thought he made the Muppets. I thought it was maybe the disgraced director of the Metropolitan Opera. Yeah. Turns out it's actually director of the Fatherhood Project. Hmm. So... There's a fatherhood project, and we don't know about it. Yeah. And it says, 1993. Look, you might be saying, why are you singling out this book from 1993? And I say, because information matters. This is something we've said on the show a million times, Ted, Tom, Ted. Ted. One book or website with bad information can lead dads down a very, very bad and financially painful mm -hmm. route. Mm -hmm. We're going to be going through this book with a neutral Impartisan eye. Just as two dads reading the facts that Vicky's put down here, and we're going to be giving you our live reaction. Yep. So let's get into it. Let's open it up. All right. The opening page says, Special thanks to all the dads. Okay. You're welcome. You're welcome. Who have shared with me over the years. Well, I don't know you, so it wasn't me. Who love to and do play, okay, with their children. Oh. Oh. With or without no. this book. Well, definitely without this book. Definitely without our children. Uh, all right, I'm going to skip to the next page. Introduction. Oh, Ted, first sentence. Let's hear it for dads. Let's hear it for the Let's dads. Let's hear it for dads. Woo! Woo! Agree. Woo! So far, so Woo! far off to a good start. No, there's no one in the ceiling. There's no one in the ceiling. Okay. Uh, let's hear it for dads. They bring something very special to parenting that really is different from what moms bring. True. iPad, iPhone, MacBook Pro. But sometimes fathers forget their special knack for parenting in the busyness of everyday um, life. Or the busyness of everyday life is their special knack for parenting. I don't think there is a dad out there who wouldn't love a few more ideas to draw upon. Well, I sure, already know everything, but sure. Here are 101 of them. Cool. Shout out Dalmatians. Nice. Blah, 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 blah. Later on, it says, your kids can learn from you. The dads cry. True. Very true. Get scared. <laughs> Shout out Eggman. And make mistakes. Well, eh, you know, eh. debatable. Dads can learn to say, I know you feel bad. I love you. Let me hold you. To you. Yeah, to each I, I assume. I yeah. assume she's saying to other dads. Yeah. 
And whoops, I goofed. I'm sorry. Well, I would love it if some dads would say that to me. Yeah. Listen up, Darby. Listen up, Harrison. Randy. Hello. I'm waiting on the call. I am ready to forgive you. All I need is for you to say, I'm sorry. You never did anything wrong. I made up all the leg stuff. Coming over, Mrs. Ramirez made egg salad. Uh, Oh, here we go, Ted. The best fathering tip is one you've probably heard before. Okay, Okay, Ted. Best fathering tip. What's your guess? What's your guess? My guess is just be yourself and trust in your instincts. I guess that it's going to be know in yourself that you're always right. MacBook Pro, iPad, yeah, 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 that, yeah. Okay, so it says the best fathering tip is one you've probably heard before, but is worth repeating. Love or at least respect your children's mother and let your kids see that you do. All right, Vicky. Now listen. I'm going to say it right now. Grace? I love you so much. I dedicate this episode to you. Sarah, please let me back in. Let him watch. To watch at least, at the very least. And remarry him too. Yeah, I mean, ultimately. I'm amazed at your stamina, but you are going to wear these boys out. Yep. And Ted's going to be there like a beanbag chair. He, You can't wear him out. No. I mean, eventually there, a hole might open up, but. Yeah. Okay, and that's the intro. I skipped some parts that were really boring. Let's get into the meat of the book, 101 Ways to Be a Special Dad. Let's work through them. Let's go from the start. Okay, number one. Making up tales to tell your child is easy if you remember a few basic guidelines. Always start with once upon a time. Once upon a time, Steve and Woz were in a shed together. Woz turned his back and suddenly he felt something once upon a time. Woz felt Steve's warmth behind him as he pressed his chest into Woz's back. Woz turned his head to the side and there stubble brushed, or really Woz's stubble brushed, on Steve's clean-shaven shark-like face. Steve said something very quiet in Woz's ear. Keep going. You're doing a good job. I believe in you. Uh, hold up, Ted. Yeah, uh, really sorry. Quick. I yeah. There's more. It says, use your name and your child for recurring characters. Wait, okay. So, well, that's changed my story completely then. I don't think so. I think we just add, Ted and I were there too with our sons. Shut up, Emmett. I'm trying to watch Steve and Woz invent the first computer. Emmett sulked in the corner. Oh, uh, Ted, and it says, um, don't be afraid to use a bit of suspense or violence. Corey kicked me in the ass and called me a perv. I'm not a perv, I said. I was just walking by and I saw through the window. I didn't go out of my way to look. I just saw that it was happening. And then I decided to stop moving and look. And now, suspensefully, I wonder if they are going to see me or if they've already seen me and that's part of the whole thing for them. Oh, it also says you can use fanciful names too. Oh, Emelino Emitani. The dirty dagger-stealing rogue of a son crept up behind the noble paladin of light and slicingly plunged his obsidian dagger of endless, fathomless nothingness into Ted's back. Oh, the echoes screamed through the halls as a shriek was rendered from his frail father's lungs as Emmett plunged again, 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 striking into him with the onyx blade. Soon, nothing was left of Ted. Just a puddle on the floor. What's this, said Steve, it was? Good callback. Good callback. A call murder back. here as we invent the first Apple MacBook? And maybe more. I banish you, Emmett, into the fires of hell. Beelzebub, take him away. 
Oh, and Ted, look, this is good advice actually for any father. If stuck for an ending, let the story be resolved with magic. Steve shot light out of his eyes. It passed through Emmett's chest, crumpling him into the back wall. Thud, it rung out. Emmett growled softly and got to his feet, obsidian dagger flashing as he launched himself forward to Steve. But just then, the form of Woz stepped in between them, taking the dagger in the stomach. No, cried Steve as Woz fell to the ground. Emmett, pushed away by the blast coming from Steve, disintegrated into ash and Woz, bleeding, fell into Steve's hands. Not like this, shout out Switch, said Steve. Ha ha ha, chuckled the egg. Oh my gosh, we've been in an egg the whole time. Zoom out, the egg is in a carton. Zoom out, the egg is one of millions, if not billions of eggs. How will you ever find him? The end. Fantastic. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Yeah, so Corey and um, Emmett, mm-hmm. I hope you enjoyed that story. We made it up for you. This is great. I mean, Vicky, thumbs up. And let's go to number two. All right, tip number two. Bring your child to work with you during or after hours every now and then. What, yeah. Your child will love a tour of your workplace. No, they won't. No, I can just imagine how that would go. Yeah, welcome to the ceiling, Corey. Uh, this is where I lie, and this is where I lie. That's it, I can't move them because I'm pinned. Hey, Emmett, here's the peephole you hold the masonry drill. We're drilling into Janus's wall. They will love to be introduced to your boss and co-workers, if appropriate. Yeah, hey, oh, hey, Corey, this is Rat. Um, he's my roommate, and um, this is Eggman. He's my boss. Hey, Emmett, check this out. This is Pascal and Zydecha. Oh, they look like some just hippies. If you work in an office, set up a workstation with paper clips, staples, pencils, paper, calculator, and similar items to keep your little temp busy. Yeah. Then set aside some time to pull all those things out of your ass. Yeah. Your neck and your back. All right. So that one I give zero. Terrible. Okay. I mean, look, Grady takes his son to work at the cemetery and it works fine. Yeah, true. But that is a special exception because it is of the cemetery. Right. And, and you know, they're, they're building that tower together. Uh, all right. Let's do number three. Turn a frown into a giggle with this trick. Pretend your other features are levers that control your tongue. Push on your nose with your finger and stick your tongue out. Pull on an earlobe and swing your tongue to the opposite side. Retract your tongue when you pull on your Adam's apple. Okay, here's how we know this wasn't written by a dad. You can let your child do the pushing and pulling and see if his or her tongue moves when you push or pull. No! No, Vicky, Vicky, Uh, come on. Come on, Vicky. Hey, Corey, do you want to come and pull on my Adam's apple? Believe me, he does not need an invitation. Hey, Emmett. Ever seen someone do this? Wham! Dead. Huh, look, we this is why we should write a book. Oh, and technically we are. I forgot. We need to finish that. We've done this before. I've tried to pull on my nose and make it seem like my tongue was coming out. And all that happened was Grace said, I'm still divorcing you. Too little too late, I guess, mate. I'm sorry. Like I think if I had introduced that concept earlier. Earlier, it could yeah. have maybe it could have been your special thing. It could have been oh my gosh, you're so right, because we never really yeah. had a thing. It's so funny. I feel like you and I have a million things. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, Ted, really quick before we keep going, let's take a little tep break. Let's take a little tiny tep break. We'll come back to the book in a sec because we still need to we need to live yeah, up to absolutely. our mandate. Absolutely. Big news on the Apple front. We got another live event coming at us. Oh my god! Pretty soon. Uh, no, no. I, I, there's no one up here. There's no one in the ceiling. Well, then turn up the TV. I don't know. There's no one here. Back to sleep. 
That's right. There is a brand new Apple event coming. And in, in my opinion, you can always tell about something by what it's called. You know, like Stefan, the Italian yeah. stallion. You know, like you just get it all right there. Yeah. The Corvette of Exactly. And Apple is calling this new event Peak Performance. Peak performance, I'm thinking right away. I mean, again, Stefan, like, dialed in, top of his game. Go, just go, can go. Just go, 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 go. But as if that's not all, it's spelled peak as in P-E-E-K. Oh, my lady. Like, I'm peeking at you. That's I'm peeking a little at shout you. Out to you me. didn't shut the blinds all the way. Silent retreat. People are abuzz at what is going to be at this Apple event. Ted, let's just do a really fast back and forth. What are the top three things you'd like to see announced at Apple next week at the I'm peeking at you event? Okay, at the peeking at you event, um, uh, March Apple event, I would like to see Tim come out on stage just say the chip's gone it's out yep no more chips no more chips what about you well along those same lines i think it'd be cool if they could make a new phone that was uh, made of liquid yep 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 like terminator liquid mm -hmm. it's a phone wait a minute it's melted into a comb for my hair yeah. oh hold on it's melted into a i don't want to say what i just thought of yeah. but you get the idea mm -hmm. gummy bear so that's one each okay so another prediction for the apple event i'm thinking a version of siri that's slightly more involved in our lives mm. A more intrusive A bit more Siri. intrusive, a bit more like you don't have to say, hey, Siri, in order to activate her. Like She she asks you. She just pops up. She's, she's like, like, what's uh, up? What's going on? You know when like you think you're friends with someone, but you just realize that you just sort of bug them all the time? Yeah, shout out Elon and Craig, Rip, and Steve, Rip, Stefan, obviously. I'd just like it on the other foot, you know? I'd like it if they came yeah. to us a bit, you know, if Siri if Siri was just like um, in the middle of my day, it doesn't matter what I'm doing, just being like, hey, what's up? And then if you don't respond, she sends a message back. Hey, being like, did you get that? I'm sorry, was that not, was that bad? You didn't like that? And then she sends like long messages. Yeah. Like, I feel like I was being weird yeah, earlier. I didn't mean to be weird. Maybe I'm imagining it. I'm really sorry. Maybe it's best if we're just not friends after all. Yeah, and then you and then you're like, no, no, no. It's fine. It's, it's all fine. It's fine. I was just on the T. That's a great one, Ted. Um, What's your number two? Well, uh, my number two is just I want to have a, a MacBook with a phone uh, attached, kind of like a growth. Sticking out the side. Sticking out the side. Shout out skin mm -hmm. tag. I like that. They could call it like an apple flap. It would kind of hang yeah. there. That's my number two. What's your number three, Ted? I'm predicting that we're going to be seeing FaceTime. Yeah, I'd love to get FaceTime. I, I want it to work. I want them to once and for all say, this is what the FaceTime icon looks like. And instead of FaceTime just defaulting to your camera, I think it should default to your preferred Memoji. Well, then that actually speaks to something else I'd love for them to say, which is the you are now Memoji is it's that's the, you. It's, that's you now. Like legally, legally. this is you are your Memoji. Because that little man I have with that little funny face that no one finds at all unsettling, that's yes, how I totally. feel. Put the Memoji over my face when I take a selfie. You know, just cut to the chase and give me what I want, which is to exist in your image, Steve, to live in your light. And so I need to be memojied. Yeah. I need to be dad mojied hard yeah. and fast and long by you guys. And that's what I'm looking for, a solid memojing by the company. I'd like to be able to jump into the iPad like the Mary Poppins chalk drawing. Yeah. That's a pie in the sky. Yeah. Moonshot. Moonshot. Yeah, and you know we're going to be covering that event. So stay tuned. But for now, yes. let's get back to the book. Tip number three. Take your child on a wheelbarrow ride around the yard. 
I got an idea. Why don't I just give my son a bazooka? Well, look, I hear you. I hear you, Tim. This sounds like a very bad suggestion from Vicky. And Vicky, shame on you. But I want to also say, Vicky, this idea is genius. And here's why. Okay. Gonna play the uh, Tep Talks crossfire alert. Point, counterpoint. I say that if I gave Corey a ride in a wheelbarrow, he would jump out and and hit me over the head with it. What do you think, Ted? Well, I'm gonna kick back a bit here and I'm gonna say, actually, I think this is a pretty good way of, to shout out Kate Bush, share the experience. Emmett could be running up that hill, running up that mountain to make a deal with G to find out what it was like for me to be pushed down the hill in the pre by two naked men. Oh my gosh, Ted! Picture this, I I could put Emmett in the thing and I could say, I'm so sorry, here, let's let me give you a quick little push around the yard. Picking up speed, picking up speed. Picking up speed, picking up speed, and then you just get to the crest of the hill and you're like, sorry, seeing the trash pond. Enjoy your pond cough, Emmett. Maybe we'll make a little DIY homemade indie hit out of your crying. Exactly. 10 out of 10 suggestion. Crossfire, uh, point goes Ted. You are dominant and I am submissive. I um, acknowledge that you have the correct response and I am looking down. And if you look carefully, I have wet myself in deference. Thank you. Shout out the ceiling. Vicky, you're, you're going two for two. Storytelling stories. Great. Wonderful. And I like that she says we can be violent and make stuff up. Take your child to work. Uh, uh, no, no, definitely. Zero. Uh, push your nose with your finger and stick your zero. tongue out. No, oh, you're just still going to get divorced. Zero. But number four, push your son down a hill in a wheelbarrow into a trash pond and laugh at him. A plus. And thank you, Vicky. Two for two. Two for two. And I want to actually say that the illustration here of the little um, child in the wheelbarrow looks a lot like Darby. Shout out Darby. Shout out Darby. Shout out your grief podcast. I did not think it was interesting to learn how much it costs to get someone cremated on your most recent episode. I don't want to think about that. Darby. Not useful information because we will get a free cremation when the rocket that we're on with Elon explodes. Fucking 10. Shout out JDM. We're Stardust. Shout out Willie Nelson. We're Stardust. We're Dad Dust. All right, number five. Throw a ball or birdie at any kind of racket held by a child five or older. He or she will love simply connecting with it. Teaching your child to swing the racket will come later. Hmm. This is just a this wonderful a bit of advice. Wonderful. Let's do a little bit of t- uh, Tep Talk close reading. Yep. Throw a ball or birdie at, not to. Yep. Dodge this. Shout out Trinity. And this is an important thing for any father. Plausible deniability. By giving your son a racket, you can say you are technically throwing it to him. But as the little suggestion makes clear, you are throwing it at him. And it's a little racket, not a big bat. It's not a McFlurrynator. It's not a two by four with spikes. Anna says you can throw a ball or a birdie. That part I'm a little more questionable about. I mean, I've thrown rats before, but not birds. Yeah. And apologies to Rat for my little outburst. Please come back. Come back, Ratty. Tim is quite sorry. He tossed you across the room and the lorry. I don't see my rat in the ceiling. That one's color bars. All right, Ted. Oh, gosh. Oh, okay. We need to keep moving on this book. Gosh, we're going to really have to go through the next 95 fast, but really fast, Ted. Really fast. This is Tep news that must be addressed. This has to do with the metal verse. I'm sure you heard about this. 
we all know Facebook has invented the metaverse and it is coming whether we like yeah. it or not. Shout out Stefan. Recently, Beautiful Zuck, the Beautiful Squid, the announced that people in the metaverse are going to be called metamates. Ooh. Ted, I mean, metamates, what does that make you think of? Tamagotchi dads. Yep, 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 yep. It's a, it's a theory. It's an internet theory in the darkest corners of the web. It's not a fact. It's a, uh, it's a guess. We're making informed, educated yeah. guesses here. But I do think that probably there are going to be some dads who are inside the metaverse and some who are outside of the metaverse. And the ones who are outside are going to have to take care of the ones on the inside, a.k.a. the metamates. And you'll have to feed them and take away their poops. Those of us in the metaverse, the more sort of, you know, subservient ones. Will be the playthings of the rich and the powerful. Exactly. Like you imagine you're in the metaverse and you're going about your life and you're paying money for everything you do. And then you look up and you just see the giant round beaming face of Jeff yeah. Bezos. And at his mercy and by his whim, he decides to feed you some pellets. And then over here in my corner, I've got a big beaming, smiling Peter Thiel who reaches a big sucky bottle down and i just have a little sip thanks peter and then he can leave me alone for a while you know you'll have to clean up the egg later um lest i get grumpy and if they don't take care of our d detritus and w waste and don't care for us uh, we get grumpy and then eventually we d d what a way but to what go. a way to go shout out darb you know why isn't this on your podcast yeah darby you want to talk about a grief podcast talk about the grief of dying in the metal verse because warren buffett couldn't figure out how to work the tamagotchi he was too busy drinking a coca-cola and frankly shout out our own situation i think they wouldn't actively let us die but i think it's entirely likely that everyone who controls the meta mate dads will slowly lose interest and the fad yeah. will pass, and they will mm. all die from neglect and just be forgotten, and it'll be like we never existed. White light. Shout Dobby. Well, Ted, I think that's Great it for this show. week's show. Oh, my gosh. We barely got through all 101, but I think, you know, Ted, I think we need to make I this book into a recurring segment. segment. Vicky Barcelona and the and the dad tips of tomorrow. Yeah, 101 ways to be a special dad, debunked or bunked in some cases by the only dads who really know, me and Ted. That's right. And so far, let's keep a track on this tally for old Vic. We got two in the negative corner and three in the positive. Woohoo! Those are like, if we're talking about, you know, other things in life, that's a pretty good success rate. Absolutely. Absolutely, it's a good success rate. So I'm excited. I am on the edge of my seat. And hey, just to keep you coming back, I'm just going to flip ahead. Here's what we have to look forward to. Help your child learn how to somersault. No. Go fly a kite. No. Next time you're at a lake, skip stones. No. Yeah, yeah. I mean, actually, the kite one is pretty interesting to me because it doesn't say when. I mean, well, on the electricity, you get hit by you lightning. Chuck a Franklin. Big dad energy. But, well, Benjamin Franklin was, you know, like when we sometimes say three, two, one and just pray to, against all hope that Steve will bless us with our demise. I think Benjamin Franklin was doing the same thing with his version of Steve Jobs, which is to say Copernicus? Yeah. Aristotle. Galileo. Yeah. I think Galileo was absolutely the Steve Jobs of the time. Definitely. Oh, no, no. Leonardo da Vinci. He loved picking on his interns. More legs. A more, put a more leg on him. But Leo, there's only a two leg on a man. I'm sorry. Don't hit me again. Don't hit me.